0: I mean, honestly, think about what would happen if they tried to remove tax-exempt status. You'd just be tied up in court for a decade. Or there'd be a
1: guy in a buffalo helmet taking a dump on your desk and (laughs) 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 your? Greg strikes me as uh, a guy who tells a lot of fight stories. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Back when he was... Back in in his days where he caused a ruckus.
2: Yeah, before he found the Lord.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, that's what... uh, (laughs) I love those stories because there are so many people who love talking about before I was saved, and they go on like a 30-minute rant about how fucking cool they were. And then you can tell they kind of miss it. <laughs> you ever seen Roadhouse? I <laughs> fucked a different woman every night. I can't believe it. I'm disgusted too. And then go yeah. back home to their hotel that the church paid for that night, and they get room service, throwing a porno and jerk them to sleep. <laughs>
1: All right. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Christian. I'm Casey and I'm Sam and we are joined by a monumental guest for his second time ever being on the show, our buddy Christian Nightmares. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing all right. Thanks. uh, Thanks a lot for having me on.
1: Man, I don't know why you answered our message like when we first started out, but thank you (laughs) (laughs) because you really like kick-started our uh, efforts with this thing
2: no i was i was psyched to hear from you guys i mean it's, i think what grabbed my attention is that you're both liberty university alums so uh
1: yeah that's a resume it's builder a, we'd have a lot to a, talk about
2: i i would argue that that's
0: the only time that being a liberty university alum has been helpful for me is when i pitch this <laughs> pitch people for the podcast <laughs> they're <It's> like, <laughs> like oh interesting i'd love to hear more about it <laughs>
1: yeah. i was just like my wife streams on twitch and uh she was she was doing a stream today and she, some guy came into her thing like she said something about liberty and he's like wait you went to liberty he's like yeah and he's like i wow okay <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it was a footnote until like a year ago and now it's like a black mark on your record
2: <laughs> oh man it's just one thing after another with with that place now yeah
0: so, yeah you just shared it's been floating around but you were sharing it too of um someone's picking it up for a series like picking up all the shit that they've been dealing with all that shit that's been going on with liberty for like a series or something like that
2: yeah i think it's an hbo series actually that i think tom arnold's involved with somehow i think oh my
0: god i didn't I realize know. it was gonna be hbo i didn't read the article yet i just kept I think like so. seeing it think
2: i might be wrong about it. i'm pretty sure it is but um I, I think it's like a four-part series or something about all the sexual abuse allegations and how they kind of allegedly swept all that stuff under the rug and yeah, good, I mean good we'll use start, of the word allegedly it. there. Right? <laughs> I, I wouldn't
0: start have uh, slipped that one in there. It's like glad <laughs> yeah. <you're What>? thinking <laughs>
1: didn't Tom Arnold was a part of uh they interviewed him on uh gangster capitalism.
2: Yeah, I he think he had come out of that. I think this uh this series deal uh, came out of that, I'm pretty sure.
1: He's somehow connected to uh that that little weasel of a lawyer, uh Cohen. Oh, is he? Really? Yeah. He had some personal connection with that guy and hated oh, yeah, him. So right. he got him talking and then shared the oh, yeah. info.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. He, yeah, he did. I guess God. it was at least it was stuff that was kind of uh, damning to Trump in some way. So I guess that's it's not so bad.
0: Yeah, too bad none of that mattered. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> not 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 a single thing of it. Part it of
0: really it. really didn't. It's like everything that happened. You're like, ah, this could be the nail in the coffin yeah. that we need.
2: Nope. No, no, off. <laughs>
0: yeah, nothing matters. No matter how many pussies you in <laughs>
2: exactly,
0: dude. That's so crazy though.
1: We uh, we were excited to have you back on because we were gonna we're gonna look at some of uh, your favorite nightmares of the year and. Yeah like 2021 was just the everlasting gobstopper of Christian cringe.
2: Oh man. Yeah.
1: Right from the start. Yeah. So it was a big year for Christian cringe, but uh, it was a big year for your page too. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it, it was just constantly something like popping off and stuff that you had shared. I mean, I feel like most of our guests that we've talked to, they, they bring up Christian nightmares as like one of their favorite things on Instagram, like continually. Oh, really? So. oh that's really nice. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've just, there's, there's no shortage of stuff to post about ever, unfortunately. So that's part of it. Um, I think just, yeah, I think this year too, I just was posting more than ever as a way to try to deal with this stuff. Like it just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, not it's become that- therapeutic at this point. In some ways, yeah, I just feel like I have to respond to it in some way or else like just totally go crazy. Um, but yeah, and it's just still, I mean, it's during the Trump years and now beyond, I mean, it's still so, it's its everywhere now. You know, it's just, uh, it's such a part of our culture in, in a negative way. So there's just, yeah, there's, again, there's just never, never a shortage of content. So I'm posting a lot.
1: It feels so- like
2: that, you know, like deconstruction
1: as a whole kind of popped off this year where it became like a really frequent topic that you were hearing big names discuss and stuff like that. Like there was just a lot of deconstruction talk going around. And I, I kind of wonder if it, f- if it encouraged some of these lunatics to like double down on the, you know, like there's so, there's so much uh like, this is what we think and screw you if you don't, like that sort of vibe that's floating around at the moment. It's like they're, they're, they're leaning into the polarization right now.
2: Yeah, maybe, you know, I don't know if it's directly related to like the whole deconstruction thing, but uh, I mean, it could be, I just think that in general, more people are speaking out more ex evangelicals and people that are deconstructing or are, are much more vocal about it. And I think with social media and everything, you know, you can get your word out a lot more now and uh I think there is a backlash um, on the evangelical side to all of this. Cause I, I mean, I really, it doesn't seem like it always, but I think they are realizing that they're losing some power or will be losing some power and then are, and are, are eventually going to become irrelevant and they're freaking out. I think, I think that's part of it. That's, yeah, my,
0: dude, that's, that's a good point. I mean, nothing like losing power causes people to double down in weird ways. I mean, even when you look at the amount of articles that, have been written from organizations like the gospel coalition like they are constantly trying to like explain away why people are deconstructing it's like oh here's just like four points on how this happens and it's like the dumbest shit you've ever read oh you were hurt by the church like basically it's like a suck it up article right every all their reasonings for it are trying to simply and of course in in evangelical fashion in the in the world that we grew up in it was always like simple answers easy explanations oh all you gotta do is this it's like a few points in a poem about how right. you live your life and everything will work out great yeah and so it's always like, yeah so when you have like all these people like they're just writing in the same way they've always written articles i mean it's i shouldn't say the same way they have it, it it's very internet to i mean anyone who's trying to like it was it's like oh you do your points you make it readable you make it simple like i get what they're doing it's but trying to prescribe these like simple resolutions to if you're doing this right you'll still be a christian when you're done you're like what are you talking about dude <laughs> it's right. like what?
2: you can't prescribe right. that right and it's just really kind of just insensitive to what people who are de- deconstructing are really saying you know it's it's really it's again not listening
0: at all it's calling them stupid is really yeah. what it's doing it's like you guys don't you guys don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. parse this out for you. And then you'll come right back to doing our
2: bidding. Right. Because Once you see the error of your ways, you know, it's, it's really kind of, it's super condescending, really.
1: We were, we were just looking at this week at this, is it the gospel coalition that put out that article?
0: Yeah. Uh, I forget what the name of the guy was. That's what like, I was basically referencing was like their four points on how to handle your. Yeah.
1: It was like diagnosing deconstruction and like point one is uh, bad teaching And it was it's like it's written as if it's like a response towards people who are thinking about, you know, examining like as if they kind of frame this whole thing as like people choose to deconstruct. Like there's a conscious decision to like I'm going to deconstruct now and they try to assign like a point to it. It's like bad teaching. Uh, A lot of this is because of bad teaching. If you're getting bad teaching, uh, just get good teaching, bro. (laughs) right it was literally written like that it was like uh just the most boiled down points it is it's it it's written as if it's two people who are deconstructing but it's definitely not it is written to their audience as like uh here's all the reasons why this shouldn't bother you
0: (laughs) You right it's a circle jerk is what that is
2: yeah (laughs) I'm just glad that there's a term for it now. You know, when I started doing Christian Nightmares and when I, I I guess I was deconstructing before I knew I was deconstructing, you know, but I, oh, I thought you meant circle jerk. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm glad that people are, are, are kind of unifying around that that it's, there's a term for it and that people can talk about it and that it kind of unites people in that way. I think it's, I think it's ultimately a really positive thing.
0: Absolutely yeah definitely has uh allowed people to find yeah it, it, giving a word to it has I, I know some people have that feeling of like oh the words played out it's overused yeah whatever but uh, of course the critics will say it's just trendy to say you're doing like, it's that like that was one I mean, of the points yeah yeah exactly it's like street really. cred <laughs> <laughs> yeah street cred which clearly shows their uh lack of street cred if that's what you're going if that's your go-to explanation for what people are doing yeah insane
1: but. so uh we have uh a a stack of favorite nightmares that uh that you've hand curated from your vast collection over the year uh-huh. and there is like some straight up gold in here that uh we're pretty excited to jump into
2: all right
0: yeah Yeah. so our first one is uh i think it'll be i think the listeners will know pretty quickly exactly what this is and where it's from i'll give you a
1: hint uh the the keynote speaker is a buffalo
0: and it (laughs) took place on january 6 2021 He's like, oh shit. And he takes his hat I off. He's, <laughs> <all gone. laughs> He's worried about reception. He can't block the prayers. <laughs> right. Dude, even just looking at this clip to start is, um, and for so anyone, who, like for everyone listening, um, we're going to post all these clips in the show notes. A lot of you have watched this video, but all the videos that we play will uh, be in the show notes. So you check them out. It'll link Christian Nightmares either Instagram or Twitter, and you'll be able to see what we're looking at here. But watching, this that's the very like preliminary of all the people with their hand it's like i remember the first time i saw this video how like holy shit like this language this belief system is so interchangeable to be compatible with with anything as a like more of a confirmation bias and it, for them to be able to stand around that circle with their prayers in their hands and to say words that were so familiar and but in that scenario felt so icky
1: yeah i think the way that he leads off the prayer too like the what what does he say he says here
0: we go that's one thing that's fucking wild that i didn't even realize when i first heard this is He's thanking God for the police officers allowing them into the building. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) Dear God, uh, (laughs) I just want to give a shout out to Capitol Police for just being real cool about this. (laughs) It's like, I remember when this was happening, like I was watching this on an iPad in the passenger seat of one of my sales guys' van. We pulled into, we were going to a shop to do a meeting. We pulled into a Walmart parking lot and we're watching people scale the fence and and enter the Capitol like on my iPad it it's it's weird to watch this now because you kind of forget like the vibe that this had when it was happening I was sitting there watching the iPad what thinking we are about to watch a bunch of people get shot like any second now they're going to charge in with machine guns and and this is going to turn into a bloodbath you know Nobody expected this to just happen and nobody to like do anything about it. You know, just to like let them <laughs> no. let them take a tour, uh take a dump on Nancy Pelosi's desk and then uh you know steal an ashtray on their way out the door.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought I guess I didn't think that anything was that much was going to happen to them. You know, I thought that they'd be rounded up, but um which not even have. The sheer numbers and just the, you know, the fact that they have police letting them in was kind of a uh, I don't know. That was just crazy. And this whole thing was just so crazy to watch and to hear this language that's so familiar to so many of us who grew up in the church. Um, yeah. By the QAnon shaman.
0: <laughs> the QAnon shaman. Let's, uh...
2: And, uh, you know, all these Trump flags and Trump sweatshirts and hats. And I mean, yeah, it was just mind blowing to me.
0: It, I think the wildest thing about what we've been seeing with the flags, the paraphernalia, things like that. Like, of course, you always have your bumper stickers. You always have your hat. They kind of disappear after an election season for the most part for a lot of people previous yeah. to Trump, right? You have like everyone sells their merch and then kind of disappears after an election. But the way that we saw people tie themselves to a person more so than in the way that even split the Republican Party in some ways, not as much as I wish it did, but it all while listening to those people who like unequivocally wave Trump banners and flags from their cars are the ones who are complaining probably the most about fascism and their fear of it is yeah. incredibly. Arrogant.
2: Yeah. There's such a disconnect.
1: <laughs> I want I want to see some sales figures on like cumulative bumper sticker sales over the past like 30 years and just see where make America rate, you know, great again, ranks I- <laughs> against, uh, against like salt life, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Against salt life. laughs> The first time I saw a Salt Life bumper sticker, I actually thought that might have been a Christian thing. It sounded oh, yeah. so Christian. Be the, salt and light of the, be the salt of the earth. I thought that was, I was like, is that a, am I seeing these Christian bumper stickers blow up? Dude, it's like it a, use.
1: it's like a journey song. You can assign whatever meaning you want to it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to allow us to send a message the Amen. tyrants the communists and the globalists Amen. that this is our nation not theirs yes. that we will not allow the america the american way of the united states of america to go down thank you Dubai, and omnipotent, omnipotent,
0: and omnipresent creator God. omnipresent omnivores yeah. carnivores
1: <laughs> let me just clarify real quick that the guy in the black jacket is not me oh yeah there's that's...
0: some uh <laughs> <laughs> there's some casey
1: resemblance wait, vibes wait, 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 right there <laughs> yeah there are more than one there's more than one pudgy virgin around
0: <laughs> okay i have a get even just hearing that i kind of brings back memories i don't know if uh either of you were ever the praying types in public
2: uh little, were you no i mean not too i mean maybe at like you during that youth group or something you know yeah uh but i shied away from it for the most part but yeah once in a while but anyway sorry to interrupt
0: no no that was just my question because i remember all the. i mean i was a kind of a public prayer i went through a phase i guess i had a charismatic phase uh not Uh like a lot of my like a lot of my friends who are charismatic i don't know they were like level 50 like it but it it was big for me because i'm a non camp version of christianity so being around that and like upgrading leveling up a little bit i was like I, I, i i honestly a lot of the stuff that you see on tiktok right like that there's like that cadence to prayer yeah. and that like that strained voice and getting really emotional and like choked up a little bit. And yeah, all of that is very familiar to me. I went through a time to do that. And I think it I think I, even at that time didn't feel, I think I was trying to feel genuine. I hope that if I believed it, I think a lot of people can resonate with that. You do it and you hope you believe it enough to the point where it begins to yeah and that's what this makes me feel like. That's what I kind of brings back a lot of those feelings from, Oh, hearing those words, those prayers, like everyone's got their hands in the air. They all seem into it except for this guy with like the long hair. Tim Lombesis? Yeah, Tim Lombesis <laughs> <Lambises> looking like...
1: <laughs> this audience, you could cut and paste this audience into like a, uh, like a Lamb of God show. And yeah. it's, it's like exactly the same. <laughs> I like when you watch... I like listening to people pray because everybody has like a term that they throw in over and over and over again. Like yeah. he's using father, father, God. God. Oh, father I God.
0: A, I remember being a father, God guy for a minute.
1: Remember, uh, remember in the episode where I talked about, uh, over the top guy in my yeah. youth group that hit me with the seatbelt buckle. <laughs> he had, he had like a little bit of a, a, speech impediment. And whenever he prayed, he would go precious Lord, heavy father. <laughs> and he would say it like over and over and over Precious Lord, Heavenly Father. Like just (laughs) constantly. It was like filler. It was like he was trying to squeeze 500 words out of a 200 word premise.
0: (laughs) My theory on this is that if you are a like or an um guy, when Mm. you're, when you pray, all of your likes and ums kind of turn to Father God, dear Lord.
2: (laughs) That's the default.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and and Father God and Father God, like you just kind of replace it in the filler words with... (laughs) with god's name it, i think i was a dear lord. lord yeah
2: dear lord i'm a little older than you guys i think i was using the heavenly father yeah
0: cool.
2: kind of sounds a little manish
0: <laughs> i think i i did a little i feel like i did a good bit of hell there. and it's funny to think about the words you default to without really Dude. Uh, dear god felt weird to me because it was just like you start letter dear god <laughs> it just seems so goofy <laughs> <laughs> like you have to address it properly otherwise your prayers won't work dear god Right. I start this off right so you can pay attention because you might have not been listening.
2: <laughs> the, well, uh, I thought it was interesting. What sorry, I thought it was what interesting what you said before, Sam, about like wanting wanting to be sincere, but not sure if you were being sincere. Like I think I had that same thing. And then I felt then I was always followed with feeling guilty that I wasn't really feeling it. Like, do you guys did you guys? Uh, I'm any- with you hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Wanting yeah. to be and just just can't do it. Like you just can't force yourself to feel that sincerity that,
0: you know, you feel like you should have.
2: Yeah. And then feeling, yeah. Feeling bad, like feeling that there's something wrong with you for not being able to feel.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like I always cognitively believed in it so well. Uh, and I didn't have a lot of hangups, but when it came to my emotional connection to it and seeing other people, like I would have, like, I think what was trippy for me was i would have my ins and my out right there were times where it would hit me and i would like really connect and feel like i had an emotional connection and then the times where i didn't i felt like something was like broken and yeah. of course like the age-old evangelical conflict is it must be because maybe i have i have unconfessed sin in my life right. or so you're racking your brain like what did i do and you're like i've already You apologize for jerking off you have like these, <laughs> <laughs> you have these sins in your head that you like feel guilty of, you're like I've already confessed them to you, God. So that can't be it. But then like maybe God wants me to tell other people, and you're like I can't tell other people. That will ruin my life. And then you like <laughs> just resign to the fact that you're going to be emotionally dead for the rest of your life because you can't tell other people that you. Like,
2: <laughs> it's you, really, you can't win. You just can't win. <laughs> nope. You can't. But, but these guys won. Yeah, let's yeah. see
3: what these. White light. Your white, light of white light. Thank you for filling this chamber with patriots that yes, love you and that love Christ. Yes. Thank you, divine, omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent creator God for blessing each and every one of us here and now. Amen. Thank you, divine creator God, for surrounding and filling us with the divine omnipresent white light, white of light. protection. White light. Peace and harmony thank you for allowing the united states of america to be reborn thank you for allowing us to get rid of the communists the globalists and the traitors within our government we love you and we thank you in christ's holy name we pray yeah. Yeah. definitely that some is, alex
1: jones language in there oh uh, big time the globalists they
0: believe they won they believe they like they, they that was like a victory speech really they're like we won guys
3: we did it
2: yeah yeah Can we, we are that?
3: witnessing the rebirth of of the country right now. We are taking him from the globalists. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> Coincidentally, the QAnon Shaman is being, uh, I think he's being sentenced tomorrow. At the is time he of, Really? Oh, recall. no way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: Is there uh, any speculation
2: on what he's going to get? There's speculation that he might get a relatively long time. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, they were saying like four years, I think, or a little more than four years, which. I think he should but I, that even seems kind of like
1: yeah especially uh you know anybody who is directly involved in like the the clashes and stuff like that like you would think yeah. they would get locked up. but you know maybe he can be a spiritual life director in the federal penitentiary <laughs>
0: i'm sure i'm sure he will dude i mean he's what he's the one who's come out and been like yeah i
2: was like i got duped like, yeah he has I, spoken out against he, trump now he kind of feels like a big has he? Oh, he's actually spoken out against Trump, huh? I think so. I think he said, I don't, I was going to say, don't quote me on it, but I'm being recorded. Um, <laughs> so
0: we're technically, I think he did.
2: People. I think he, I know he said that he felt duped and was, I mean, I'm sure a lot of that's his, probably his lawyer uh, coaching him on that. But that, that,
0: no time like the
2: present to grovel. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's a good
0: point. It, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, what's so funny to me about that was like, nothing really happened during it no real like oh let's let's deal with this bring these people in like casey said no like you was waiting for people to get shot you were waiting for people to get maybe corralled a little bit but they didn't yeah. and then afterwards the fbi's like hey do you guys think you could like maybe if you know them on social media help us out <laughs> a little bit like right. really like <laughs> you guys can't figure this one out at all
2: it's yeah these guys have been at rallies all y- for the past couple of years. Most of them. I know yeah.
0: most people like know them to some degree have like it, they've there's when you look at the kinds of stuff that show up on like for like red flags for the, the kind of shit that they want. Like, they got to be in a database. On I, I have a hard yeah. time believing. Yeah, exactly.
2: But I'm glad at least some of them are finally, you know being you were taken in and are getting i don't know i hope i hope they set examples with these with, with a lot of these guys they uh,
1: need to show that there's consequences for doing that kind of thing you yeah, know and then they it. need to apply them whenever something like that happens
2: i totally agree should they
0: get more or less time than kyle Rittenhouse?
2: no oh, man if we start getting into that who knows? free written house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man that's that's coming down soon too huh
0: I know. Everyone's yeah. on the edge of their seat for that because uh, we know there's going to be riots if that goes poorly. Poorly yeah. by my definition. was
2: yeah. He's acquitted,
0: which is a possibility. I can see him being acquitted on all fucking counts. It's he's definitely a possibility,
2: but especially with that judge, man, that guy seems out of his mind. No shit.
1: I know. It's well, wild. The, it seems to me like the prosecution is fumbling this whole thing. Like when the kid got on the stand and said like Told the judge that he pointed a gun at, at Rittenhouse, and the guy just like put his, his face in his hands. The prosecutor is like, Oh, this, yeah. is, this isn't going to go well.
0: Yeah. 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 Now, unfortunately, there's two dead people who don't have the opportunity to side of the story. No. So it's like, that's convenient, but right. it is, uh, I, this feels like one of those trials that's going to result in some serious backlash with it i'm honestly he he's probably terrified in some way for his life if he's it's hard to believe that he's not thinking someone's going to try to hold him accountable yeah
1: Yeah. he's he's going to be a mess for the rest of his life regardless of what happens and you know we can all take comfort (laughs) in the knowledge that someday we'll all stand in you know before the lord and (laughs) judged according (laughs) to our actions and you know yep God will give him an AR-15 in heaven or
0: something. A golden <laughs> AR-15. That's right. Isn't it weird that his, like, if he gets, um, he was underage, right, when all this happened. If he get not to go off on Kyle right now, but yeah. uh, <laughs> if he is charged, not charged, he was charged, if he's convicted, um, as an underage kid and his mom is the one that drives him there, like, does anything happen there? Like, that, that's interesting too, right? Like, she drives him. of the year. Go, that's, I know she drives her underage kid to a protest with an AR 15. And then he gets to act sad and bothered when he, when he kills two people and says it was self-defense. Like you didn't even have to go. It's like, if he's, if he's guilty, isn't his mom. Oh, for sure.
1: Right. For sure. There's a, there's a lot to be said about that lady and well, we could save that for another time, I suppose. Yeah. Dude, this uh, this is a, this is a monumental video. Uh, definitely a contender for the top spot.
0: Yeah, here we go.
4: <laughs> the people that climbed those walls were one hundred percent not Trump supporters. They they were they were combat. They, I mean, they they climbed up there, they pulled people up, and they those it was a setup. But I, I'll tell you, uh, and they timed it perfectly. It seemed like with uh, you know, as things got started. It was it was almost, you know, just preplanned. And they, by the way, those guys got there before the rally, before we had marched down there, they were already there. I don't think that they were even part of it. If you if you had cameras <laughs> and track back those people, I guarantee you that they weren't even at the rally. They were already by the Capitol and ready to do this as the march got there. They didn't even pay, pay attention when well. Trump talked. I can't listen. He, <laughs> that guy,
0: one talks like he invented the mustache. <laughs> I like how his I love how his uh his litmus test for whether or not you're a Trump supporter is whether or not you can scale a wall for <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <a laughs> combat.
1: Like you must be special forces if you could climb the lattice <laughs> from front of the Capitol.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I almost I almost didn't even want to include Mike Lindell because he's just I mean it's just so ridiculous. But I mean and there's a million clips that I could have picked, you know, of him with uh you know, this voter, you know, the voter election fraud in quotes and, you know, how he's been hammering away at that and his stupid panels that he's been having and all that stuff. But anyway, this one just seemed, I mean, I just felt like it kind of said it all, especially after, you know, right after that January 6th clip. And just, it's just, again, just it's complete disconnect from reality. Yeah. I, I, I feel, feel like the... Mind.
0: Did he he recognize that they were Trump supporters? Does he still stand by that? uh, I think
2: he still stood by it. I think a lot of those people that were claiming that, I don't think, and as far as I know, none of them went back and said, oh, actually, we were wrong. Um, I think, (laughs)
1: like, the Infowars right has a real, like, uh, crisis when it comes to this event because they can't seem to decide between this is a government psyop agent provocateur stage this whole thing to make trump supporters look bad blah 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 right or well finally somebody stood up and did something i gotta i gotta tip my hat to these people at least they took action there's like a a conflict in there that they can't seem to sort out (laughs) i
5: know (laughs) it's like
1: the the uh the quintessential like is the government nefarious evil and all controlling or is it incompetent stupid and and ruining everything (laughs)
2: you know right total curveball for them um
0: it it has to be like it has to be both there's like a there's a cabal and then there's like everyone else is an idiot but it's more convenient if it's both because biden's a puppet if like basically anyone they don't like is a puppet and there's someone else pulling the string and their guys are important they're the ones kicking the people who are pulling the strings it's just like it's such a fantasy land made up world that you there's not even an ability to talk to or have conversation. like if you're if your entire no. system of belief is based on pretend like you can't <laughs> you can't have a conversation facts don't exist
2: no, absolutely. I thought, and I thought to me this was a striking example just because we all saw it, you know, even just watching that, that video before that we we're watching. I mean, the QAnon shamans in there. All these people, all these rec- recognizable figures in that movement are were there. You know, I know. <laughs> I I mean, never- Mike Lindell watched
1: it from the roof of the Capitol blonde hooters.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, he's definitely the
1: Um Between his, like, ridiculously perfectly round hairline and his mustache, he is a walking, talking Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) That's a good comparison. He looks like if you lifted up his hair, there's a peg underneath that plugs into his (laughs) scalp.
2: (laughs) He's still going too. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I, was say, I can't man, believe it, right? but I can believe it. But I mean, just that Trump totally legitimized him that, you know, not too long ago, he was speaking at Lindell was speaking at the White House, you know, I, I don't know if you guys remember that. It's it's on the White House, on. And, um, and I even saw today on um, Instagram, I think he, Mike Lindell was uh, interviewing Trump today. Uh, no way. Still. Yeah, I swear. He, so he's still, he's, he's still, not uh, particularly well spoken. No, he just
0: rambles. I mean, really, anyone could have filled that role. I mean, I get yeah. you want a corporate CEO, I guess. My pillows suck, by the way. I, okay, do, do you guys know anyone who <laughs> adds my pillow? I
2: don't, actually.
0: No. Yeah. So my this is pre, like, any of his notoriety for, for Trump and alt-right politics. Like, <laughs> oh, at least as far as I know. Maybe he's always been, like, saying stuff and – Maybe that's why. Look at this guy trying to give a disclaimer for why he owns yeah, 12 no, of them. No. <laughs> but there are people in my family who who had got them, and were like, they're great. Like maybe like everyone should try them, and they were given around as Christmas gifts, a good number. And and then it wasn't too long, maybe like a year later, everyone was like, oh, my pillows suck. They all got rid of them. They're like, it felt comfortable at first, but like after like a few months, people's back. Bed- I'm clearly trying to create a negative ad campaign against my pillows, but it really was like, like even my wife got one and uh, she had, so she had a my pillow for a second and it was like, it just was shit. It was, she got rid of it pretty quickly, even though they were like, what? I don't, they probably bought it off an infomercial, a black and white picture of someone laying down on a regular people on a regular pillow and breaking their neck or some dumb shit. Like that. <laughs> but no They're one, no one uh, kept them. They're not for sleeping on.
1: They're for kneeling on in prayer.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Did you happen to see that clip where he was speaking at the big arena and he was like, "I want
3: everyone to take out their my pillow and I want you to kneel on it and pray for our great
2: country." And yeah, I saw that. He was. I think it was he was trying to break like a Guinness Book of World Records uh, thing for (laughs) For the most public prayer prayer or something. So he gave out a bunch of my pillows and invited all these people and yeah that's I, so pathetic could guinness... add that to the show notes if you want and i could send it <laughs> oh
1: yeah the guinness world records has really turned into a mess like i feel like we got to the bottom of like who has the longest nipples and the most teeth and now we're just like who can bake the biggest cookie you know
2: here's yeah. a thing no one's attempting out before. of are running out of ideas
0: who can uh, get the most pogo jumps while drinking a glass of water? Like you can make up anything as long as nobody's done it before, you set the world record. Yep, might be stuff to think about. <laughs> I mean, you could probably, you could probably set the uh, record for the most Christian cringe videos ever posted. At
2: that point. <laughs> maybe, or maybe longest speaking in tongues or something. <laughs> oh, boom! I don't that's think that's the one. I think that might be the one.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to petition them. Well, I don't know. You probably have to write them a letter or something. I'm not sure how that. I'll
2: look into it. I'll get, I'll get back to you guys about that. Perfect.
0: So <laughs> our,
1: our next one is a double header. Uh, okay. Who, who is Hank Kuneman?
2: Hank Kuneman is, he's a, a pastor of Lord of hosts church in Omaha, Nebraska. Hosts. I don't even know what denomination that is. Um, but non-denominational, is, I'm sure. I think it is non-denominational, actually.
0: All the good ones are.
2: Yeah. yeah exactly. He's a self-proclaimed prophet. Like, there's so many of them these days. Um, he's a regular guest. He's a regular guest on a this show, Flashpoint. I don't know if you guys have seen it.
1: Oh, that's what the last clip was from, a Mike Lindell clip. Oh, was it from? Was that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think coverage, it was coverage. Coverage in faith, or something like that.
2: Yeah, it's that Flashpoint news? Max. It's actually part of Kenneth Copeland's network. Okay. Um, they had a thing called Victory News that was part of Kenneth Copeland's network. And now they have this thing called Flash. Right. Um, anyway, he's a regular on that show. But um, he's just, you know, he's just a huge, Ken Kuhneman's a huge Trump supporter. Uh, very anti-mask, anti, uh, you know, vaccine. Um, yeah, he's just he's just another one of these, these guys that is, it's just right in line with the kind of trump evangelicals out there
0: his personality can be uh, his personality type can be summed up as anti yeah
2: exactly <laughs> you forgot to mention singer songwriter though yes so yeah. yeah he does
3: something
4: is about to bust something is about to bust come on you're prophesying something is about to bust come on those of you that are watching something is about to bust is about the bus
3: come on god do it now something is about the bus do it this week something all over this family come on <laughs> something is about the bus cover me something
5: is about the bus, yeah. bus. self-proclaimed vocalist is well. about
0: the bus. something is about the bus
3: come
2: on all right well, we got something it
3: is about
0: the bus. <laughs>
2: So just add a little context to this. I'm pretty sure he was singing about that something was about to bust in the uh, the uh, tr- the Trump presidential election that you know it was going to be overturned that Trump was going to be returned to office, all of that nonsense. Uh, huh. And like a lot That's of these stuff. guys, like we've all seen over the years growing up in the church, um, just seems completely clueless to the innuendo there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and. Did I just do something, <laughs> oh, no. Casey. You disappeared. You're mute, Casey. God, old people in technology. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just kicked me out of the room, and you. <laughs> <laughs> it we can me. edit. We can edit that, right? <laughs> we can try, Casey. you can edit that out. No, I'm leaving a moment it in. in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I did that. Are you sure I did that?
1: I, I wasn't touching
0: anything. I didn't touch anything. Uh, <laughs> I quit. That's what you get when you uh, switch platforms. We're using a different platform so we pull up clips and share them. In. I, I'm not good at it. Uh, that's why we need a producer. So if anyone's looking <laughs> to produce a podcast for free. Join the ministry. <laughs> we're, we're Join the church. We're starting a church and we need uh, volunteers to, <laughs> to yeah, join the ministry. So if you want to, shoot us an email. Anyway, what were you saying, Casey, before you apparently think I'm the one who booted you?
1: I, I was just... Just enjoying the tune, dude. Okay. (laughs) It is catchy.
5: Uh,
0: So, uh, but Tim Heidecker, uh, who you had the privilege of being on his podcast, Office Hours. Awesome that you're on his radar uh, and that he enjoys your page like many of us. Uh, He, his band did a cover of Something is About to Bust. And I gotta say, a lot of covers aren't better than the original, but I gotta hand it to him. He managed to do a cover that was better than the original.
2: It was pretty good. Yeah, it was, um, it was him. So it was Tim Heidecker, um, sang and, uh, Vic Berger was on the, on the piano and, um, and Doug pound those guys, the three of those, the three of them are the make up the, they're the main members of the podcast. Um, Doug Pound was doing some samples and drops and stuff, but uh, yeah, it was great. But yeah, being on, it was, I've gotten to know uh, Vic Berger over the years. Um, Just been following him for since the beginning, really, uh, since he started that stuff. And and we had some overlap with, you know, he did the Jim Baker food slop buckets videos. Amazing. And we kind of got to know each other through that. He would share some Christian nightmare stuff. I would share his clips. So I kind of, I kind of got to know him through that. And then, uh, yeah, he's doing the office hours thing now with Tim Heidecker. So that's how I kind of got on their radar there and got to be on the show, which was which was awesome. But uh, yeah,
0: that's awesome. That must have. Did you have a a jump after that? You see, uh, I mean, they have a pretty good following
2: there, huh? Yeah, I think I definitely got, you know, some a different, uh, different audience of people that kind of started checking out my stuff, which was cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been such a fan of those guys for so long. We were talking yeah. before just about like Tim and Eric and how just how amazing that show is. And- yeah.
0: Revolutionary for like just alt comedy for sure. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I- Super Deluxe was fantastic, which was Vic Berger's like YouTube channel and stuff. I know. It was so good. I mean, Vic's, I mean, I really, I, Vic is amazing. I think he is just so incredibly talented and just, especially during the Trump years was like, so it was so cathartic to watch his videos for me. Um, And just, he's, he has such a, I mean, he's really just come up with such a unique style that is just, I mean, there's nothing else like it in his social. I mean, it's like really, sharp scathing social comment and political commentary and and just his eye for the absurd and just how he really zones in on that stuff is just I can't speak highly enough of that guy
1: do you know uh
2: Greg Turkington? then I don't know him no I know of his you know I know um I know his work and stuff but uh yeah I've never I don't I don't know him
1: so uh you're in a funny mood maybe you smoked a joint or something like that Go on YouTube and look up Neil Hamburger. Oh, I know Neil
2: Hamburger. Yeah, yeah, I know his stuff. I I thought I wasn't sure if you were asking if I knew him personally, but oh yeah, I, Neil Hamburger is amazing. Yeah, super funny. I went
1: and I I took a. He was coming to Detroit when I still lived up there, and my buddy agreed to go with me. Had no idea what we were going to watch, and he was so confused. Neil Hamburger is kind of like a a character that Greg Turkington plays where he's kind of like the quintessential, like low rent Vegas comedian with greasy hair and always has got a drink at his, it. You just got to, just got to YouTube Neil hamburger and you'll, you'll see.
2: So good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: So following yeah, right. up Let's, our, uh, our wonderful yeah. musical intro here. queuing up. Oh, uh, yeah, more Hank. More Hank. Let's go for Hank round two. And I got to tell you, man, this got me. Looking up some of his sermons on YouTube, and it was a waste of my time for sure. (laughs) But it was also surprising how I actually looked up the sermon that he gave this one in. Yeah. And this is surprisingly not the worst thing he said in that. So (laughs) that's pretty. Oh, really? Yeah. He managed to really be offensive at every possible turn.
2: I'm not surprised.
4: Yeah. (laughs)
0: But let's look. But we
4: need some. Christians that are full of the Holy Ghost and are- oh, fuck me, I'm not a bigot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice cut though. Yeah, I jumped to the end there. <laughs> Here we go. Let's try this again. I'm uh, all right. Clearly terrible. That man.
4: <laughs> but we need some Christians that are full of the Holy Ghost and are caving into the culture. They love that. Wear a mask, okay?
0: Silly voices.
4: You can't go to church, okay? Whatever you say, Bidenite.
0: Oh it's just not.
4: I happen to be one of you. you know, a
0: quick pause here because he's about to jump into <laughs> something great. Say? But I have yeah. I have something one of you. Because uh, I'm one of you. I'm not sure what he.
2: I think he's suggesting that it's just a bunch of group uh, yeah, wow. think That
0: Yeah, I think I think that's about right. He's anyway, got like that. Real, like uh
1: late term Jim Jones hopped up on amphetamines vibes yeah like
0: i mean the holy ghost is uh very amphetamine-like guy. He I can, he, he tap into it right
1: like how how many times a week does this guy physically assault a
0: deacon <laughs> <laughs> and then apologize Nah, maybe he doesn't apologize get serious he doesn't seem like an apologizer i came no, but... you because i loved you <laughs> yeah, that, that they um the the way that people like him tell their little jokes from the pulpit honestly it's probably church in general but you can go to churches that are less hype than this less crazy but if it's like pastors are people who wish they could have been stand up comics and they just couldn't kill so they're like ah let me try these jokes on a group of people who don't think swears and dirty jokes are funny uh, so that way when i like kind of just cross the line a little bit i get a good laugh but god it's right this is tough to listen to this guy
2: and who aren't allowed to reject me
0: yes that yeah courtesy laughter (laughs) people will laugh no matter what you say even if it's just an uncomfortable um, (laughs) i'm i'm here for this i guess Uh, i don't i don't want to be the only one not laughing get some more laughs speaking of laughs
4: don't 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 tell somebody that god made man and woman, male, and female. Oh, oh, don't say that because you know we 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 we're gonna offend somebody. Good. Ooh, good.
0: <laughs> the cheering for that is pretty, yeah. pretty.
4: Well, you just funny. don't love him. You're a bigot. Your accusation of me being a bigot makes you a bigot. That's how that works. Touche. <laughs> Why well, is everything always on your terms? I'm not a bigot. I'm telling you the truth if we all came
1: from monkeys, then why is there still monkeys around being monkeys?
2: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Speaking of him not being a bigot in that sermon that I had listened to, he, he has a pretty uh, difficult to get through piece on all in the family and Stanford and sons. Oh, really? Oh yeah. He, you Uh, might want to look at that sermon and just fight through. I forget where it was. Maybe I'll, I'll poke back through it. Maybe I'll maybe i can find
2: it send it to me yeah
0: i will it's it's bad it's basically how like oh if you're don't act like you weren't laughing everyone basically how everyone's a race like if if you were a black person watching sanford and sons you were laughing at the white people come on don't pretend like you weren't and if you were a white person watching all in the family you were laughing at the black people and the puerto ricans and he's like Really trying to get everybody in on it, and of course everyone's in on it. But yeah, look, the shows didn't age. That All in the Family doesn't age great, but for what it was doing at the time, I don't think its intent was let's t- to laugh at black people. The no, I
2: voice. think it was pretty strong
0: Yeah, it, it,
2: was. it was. Yeah, unfortunately, some people didn't get it. <laughs> they took it the wrong way. Kinda but I, I don't think what happened was show. <laughs> What's that?
0: Oh, I shouldn't bring up Chappelle. That's probably a bad idea. Oh. But, uh, no, I I said kind of like what happened with Chappelle's show when he stopped doing that. A lot of people right. were laughing, yeah, exactly for the wrong reasons. Yeah, uh, no, totally. No, of course. Again, not the guy to bring up. If <laughs> maybe no, I yeah,
2: no, but 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 Hank kuneman though too. was just about that clip that one? You know, it's just, and then he does this a lot too. It's just such a weird transition too. Like one second he's talking about anti he's anti-mask and he just shoots right to these you know anti-gay comments which is just it's just bizarre yeah Yeah, there's such a there's such a like
1: angry bitterness to it too like it just has such like bitter vitriolic vibes to it you know and like where does the good i want to offend people come into the gospel
0: message the gospel's offensive casey did you not listen to anything oh right okay i'm on board the gospel is offensive <laughs> to people. the people who aren't who don't know the lord the gospel is offended that's like and that's how they get to that's how they get to double down they get to confirm for themselves if if oh i said something you didn't like and it's the truth well you're offended because the gospel they get to live in that it feels so good for
1: <laughs> it reminds me of a lot of people like that i encounter in uh some of our customer shops and stuff like that like there's this like a crusty old parts guy that's like yeah i'm an a hole i tell it like it is i don't care if i hurt anybody's feelings blah 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 and it like that yeah. <laughs> i'm just blunt i say it the way it is and it's like constantly pushing that as like this is my personality it's like your personality sucks dude <laughs> i kind of hate you i wish i never had to talk to you again but here we are
0: <laughs> anyone who claims to be a tell it like it is It's just not a good characteristic to have. No.
1: (laughs) Or uh, Sam's a big fan of this guy.
0: Oh, Oh. yeah. People like this, you know, we'll get into it. But he carries a different vibe, and I find him particularly frustrating for different reasons than the previous few that we've seen. Sean
4: few. Mandates, mandates, mates, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you today, the only mandate that matters is to bring the kingdom of god in the midst of this crazy world our government is psycho but don't let that hold you back from bringing jesus from bringing the joy from bringing the hope people need it right now go forth all right
0: first thing i hate about people like him is they can't say anything without smiling and it's fucking creepy <laughs>
2: it's definitely true about him i i uh, just to provide, I mean, should I give a little context to this? As yeah, far as,
0: context away.
2: Um, for those that don't know, he is a uh, singer, songwriter, uh, used to be a worship leader. at I think it was Bethel Church in, in California. Um, he's been holding, he, during COVID, he's been holding these massive outdoor concerts and just, you know, anti-mask, kind of these huge super spreader events. Um, huge Trump supporter. Um he actually got trump to speak at his rally on the national mall or or somewhere around there on 9 11 recently um anyway there's again there's there's a million clips that i could that we could talk about or show with this guy but this you know i think this is all you need i mean he was just just, (laughs) he was
1: doing those meetings like early on too wasn't he i mean like he was very early on was hosting like these like quote unquote super spreader events and stuff like that before anybody really knew what we were dealing with
2: yeah yeah he was and then and then when we did know he just kept going and they just kept growing and he he just kept doing more and more of them Um,
1: mandates 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 uh if you want to come work with me and be an intern if you're okay with me spitting in your mouth (laughs) i rehearsed my body language for this video this is my third attempt at it trying to get the hand motions right
5: <laughs> you know he
0: did <laughs> the, the charismatic uh nature of christianity is well, i don't want to dump on it completely i'm sure there's good iterations of it uh but when it's mixed with people like this uh they're it just they're more likely to I feel like they're more likely to, you know, because they have like the faith healing idea to everything they do. or like the God can do anything. God will heal us. God will, as long as like we can pray, we can hold a healing rally. We can do all these things. And when you have the charismatic kind of nature to Christianity, there's this feeling that if you die, it's God's will. If you're healed, it's because God performed a miracle. Like right. it's like such a dependence on that, that you can literally have a rally. You can have a, a concert with 10,000 people if you wanted. And look, God's going to protect us or he won't. And if he doesn't, that's also his will. And uh, right. then we'll just pray for your healing and yeah. you know, we'll, everything will be okay. And don't and, question God's will. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's so scary about people like him is he because they always have like this joy of the Lord on their face, right? I, it's such an act. I knew people like yeah. that all through college who were charismatic. And some of them were genuinely great, awesome, wonderful people who i still have a lot of love and respect for to this day others were like it always felt like it maybe i'm projecting i I, i'll be honest and say i could be projecting because when i was going through like that phase and i was going to this like a charismatic prayer meeting i would hey how you doing oh man i'm so good oh yeah god's great like you would just fucking lie through your teeth about how awesome everything was with a smile on your face and you almost is like to prove to everybody that God's as powerful as he say he is. Belief system is valid, and right. I feel like that. I mean, that's just Sean Few, and he he tricks you a little bit because he's got like his long hair and he's got like this hipster vibe. <laughs> yeah. And hipsters aren't always the on the Trump train. They're usually like that vibe is not on the Trump train. So mm. I feel like that's his like his particular gimmick, and maybe that's why he uh, that that circle took so so well to him is it it helps to have people of different walks of
2: yeah yeah i mean he he seems to have a pretty big following it's kind of crazy it's when you see the the size of these crowds and stuff and he's got everybody else you know he's he's got trump support franklin graham has been yes supportive of him he's a he's a
0: special person Uh, uh,
2: we could devote a whole
0: franklin graham clips here
2: we could do a whole segment oh man yeah but uh yeah so i don't unfortunately i don't think he's going anywhere i mean i think he's going to be around for a while um
0: i don't know any of his music i don't know if it came across my radar when i was at liberty or anything like that i wonder if it would or i'd be familiar with it if i heard it
2: i've heard some of it i I mean it's just it's it's just kind of shitty praise music, really. you know how, like, every song kind of sounds the same? and Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: A few chords. I, I mean, it's... It, I don't know if anyone here watched South Park, but there was this episode where they shit on Family Guy. And the concept of it was, like, Family Guy was written by a bunch of manatees that just swam up to these tubes that had random words in it. And they'd pick <laughs> a word out of that bubble, out of that, like, a word bubble out of that tube, and they'd drop it into another tube. And however... <laughs> and however, they, like just landed that's what would be the the family guy joke and it'd be like and then it would just cut to a <laughs> shitty drawing of peter Griffin. that reminds me of the time that i had lunch with mohammed doing something so it's like just something dumb <laughs> yeah it, that feels like praise music where you just like mm-hmm. there's a word dump and you just it's like when you have all those words on a magnet words on your fridge for kids and you just <laughs> wrap them and throw them together <laughs> it's like praise and worship music.
2: yeah
1: yeah no dude looks like he uh like he's related to the lead singer from Nickelback. Like maybe he was a <laughs> cousin, and the guy's mom was like, Let Sean be your manager. And then he embezzled money from him and had to fire him. <laughs> he's like Dane Cook's brother.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude Dane Cook lost
0: all <laughs> his money. He has a tragic
1: story. He does. It's yeah. not great. I and do it's all uh, Sean
0: Feig's fault.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do like the uh, the Like the Sean Fuke uh, message of bravery, where it's like, we got to, we live in a world controlled by fear. We got to say no to that fear. There are people in this audience that would say, Sean, you have to cook that chicken, but I choose not to live in fear. I'm eating chicken (laughs) tartare. And if it be God's will that I get salmonella and I puke for the rest of the night, then so be it. <laughs> like i i like sean and guys like him because like they've decided that certain hygienic procedures are are fearful and i just wanted to yeah. like stop washing your hands altogether, sean like yeah <laughs> like, you don't need to stop living in fear you don't need to wash your hands after taking a dump like just get e coli if that's the lord's will <laughs>
0: If your finger roots to the toilet paper, just leave. <laughs> just leave the bathroom. Don't use water. Don't use soap. There's no point.
5: How water strong is your activity? faith? Yeah, strong exactly. Faith. exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, let's cue up this next one. And then after we shit on this guy for a second, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go ahead and cue up Pastor Greg Locke. Before I even play the video, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and uh, give break down the context for Greg Lock?
2: I'm trying to remember what this video uh let me just look real quick it's uh anyway i, I don't even have to look i mean he's saying something awful <laughs> <laughs> um context he is oh but oh but one thing i did want to mention is is that sean how do you pronounce his name again? Foyt. is that how I, they i always said few far Fute. yeah um some people say fucked it looks like isn't it looks like it's could sound that way for sure he um But he, anyway, he he was at Pastor Greg Locke's church back in August.
0: Okay, service there.
2: Two peas in a pod, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pastor Greg Locke is just. uh, Oh yeah, this is about the mask mandates. That's right. This is that's what the clip is. He's super anti-mask, of course. Um, Anti-vaccine. Uh, he's also very homophobic, which you know, I've shared a lot of those clips as well. Oh, really? Uh, just very angry, bitter guy. Yeah, um, a lot of anger with this one. Super angry. Um, I mean, scary. Um, he's gotten a lot of attention through COVID because he's just flouting all restrictions, and you know, when you know, he's just one of these guys that just kind of. Uh, really really loves the you know loves to feel persecuted it seems yeah yeah um but uh yeah huge Trump supporter he is here he is talking about the uh what his church is doing about people who show up in masks
3: don't believe this delta variant
0: nonsense (laughs) okay well right out the gate can we talk about how he sounds like a Zach Galifianakis character
1: (laughs) (laughs) snuggler
0: it's like, I don't know if anyone watched Baskets, but it's basically it's <laughs> character seen from Baskets. <laughs> yeah. it, that's great. Okay, here we go. I got shoplifting from the Ford Stop dealership. Stop it.
3: Stop it. I know right-wing watch watching. I don't care. If they go through round two and you start showing up, all these masks and all this nonsense, I'll ask you to leave. That's
0: will- him just banging the mic on the ground for no reason? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: I'll ask you to leave. I am not playing these Democrat games up in this church. If you want a social distance, go to First Baptist Church, but don't come to this one. I'm done with it. I said I'm done with it. I ain't playing these stupid games. He's
0: cool 360. Yeah, he does good roundhouse kicks, I bet. Uh, I, yeah. There's a few things that stick out to me. One, the podium is dope. And by <laughs> dope, I mean pointless. I don't get what's going on there. It is it made 50, of sticks at all if
1: unless those are deer antlers like it it looks like uh like one of those it's deer antler lamps from, uh, <laughs> you know like cracker barrel or something yeah it's either a deer uh, antler lamp or a death metal poster yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other thing i don't what i don't get about about greg Locke or hank kuniman and all these pastors that have these sh- like they're all their shits televised or youtube or whatever like They're clearly engaging in politics. And as a church, like that, that should prevent you from being tax exempt. Like, I don't
1: think it works like that. I think we've learned that it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, we've learned that it doesn't, doesn't,
2: but it should. But yeah, I I mean, mean, it's been happening so much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's so blatant. Like it used to not be so blatant. Like I, growing up in church, I, I was conservative, of course, but they never told us who to vote. Uh, you know, even at the most conservative, they would talk like the things that they were talking about that were conservative talking about uh, gay marriage and abortion and things like that. Yeah. So you kind of knew
2: what they were saying.
0: Of, right. And you but they but they didn't they explicitly talk about say it. it from like Democrat, Republican, the Republicans want to do this, the Democrats. Want I never got that. It was just like, well, here's it was always here's what the Bible says. And then you made your judgment after that. Yeah. And of course, in the hallways, people would talk and do anything about that. But right. listening to these blatant calls to action to support Trump against the Democrats, it's like you you've literally spit in the face of tax exemption and you should lose it. But yeah. But the IRS just doesn't want to touch churches because the amount of fucking litigation they'll go through, if they... I mean, honestly, think about what would happen if they tried to remove tax-exempt status. From, yeah. You'd just be tied up in court yeah. for a decade. Or there'd be with, a
1: guy in a buffalo helmet taking a dump on your desk and your? <laughs> 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 Greg buffalo strikes me as a, a guy who tells a lot
0: of fight stories. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> back when he was... Back in, back in his... Days where he caused a ruckus.
2: Yeah. Before he found the Lord. Yeah. Oh, Dude,
0: that's what uh, I love those stories because there are so many people who love talking about before I was saved and they go on like a 30 minute rant about how fucking cool they were. And then <laughs> you can tell they kind of miss it. <laughs> you ever seen Roadhouse? I fucked a different woman every night. I can't believe it. I'm disgusted too. And they go yeah. back home to their hotel that the church paid for that night. And they get <laughs> Room service, throwing a porno and jerk them to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> we
1: we've talked about it a few times, but like, we, it's funny how every one of us that went to church heard those guys come into the church and tell their stories, right? Their testimony about like yeah. all of their like hell raising days and stuff like that. And it's like uh, uh, incognito brag about how cool they were. But it really doesn't work that way for women
2: like oh no way
1: women don't seem to get to talk about their partying days or like all the sex they had or anything like that even in the context of like sharing their testimony yeah it's it's only men can do that if you had a a a wild past quote unquote as a as a as a woman that's in the church now like you kind of got to keep it quiet because it's not a good example
2: yeah and then it's about how you met a man of god and how
0: yeah, exactly. Oh, it's how awful. That, <laughs>
2: it's so how genuine. your life has changed. and yeah, You turned over your
1: bodily autonomy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not to skip oh. ahead.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, speaking of which.
1: Okay, so should oh. we take a break real quick? Yeah, let's take yeah, a yeah. quick
0: break. And then uh, we'll be back with some honorary mentions. These ones are a lot of fun. Uh, if you're uh, good to stick around for the rest of them. And now <laughs> from a word from our sponsor.
1: Tis the season to be jolly, and nothing makes me more jolly than a great cup of coffee. You know what I'm talking about?
0: I certainly do, Casey.
1: So, my house, this time of year, I turn the heat down at night, because I like it to be like a frosty 66, and waking up in the morning, stepping out into the kitchen at 530, it's it's chilly.
0: You got your long underwear on, you got the uh, flap open in the back, all unbuttoned, with your little booty <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> rosy cheeks two sets top and bottom <laughs> they look freshly spanked but it's just cold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my poor pets <laughs> nothing wakes me up better than a cup of hop captain cecil's coffee and you know during the fall i was really into the Knobsk blend i just got a new shipment in and i gotta say the limited edition holiday blend is fantastic i love it
0: yeah i gotta say it's uh it must be amateur hour in here because you talked about it being a frosty 66 and i set my thermostat to a frosty 62 that's like a siberian gulag it's cold uh you wake (laughs) up in the morning and you don't want to get out of bed uh but you know you have to Get your uh, pot of coffee going and of course i'm drinking captain cecil's Captain Cecil's donates 10% of all sales to various lighthouse preservation organizations across New England. It's one way for them to make sure that they remain with us for generations. And as a New Englander, that's super important. New, uh, lighthouses around here, big deal. They're landmarks. But I know you don't know anything about lighthouses because you don't have them. You just have windmills, the lighthouses of the Midwest.
1: Yeah, we have like grain elevators. <laughs> Not quite as scenic, but same thing.
0: Yeah, now's the time to pick yourself up some Captain Cecil's coffee. It's a 20% off Black Friday sale, which is going to kick off a 10% off sale for the rest of the month. Great gifts for the the coffee lovers in your family. Uh, it's absolutely some of the best coffee you'll really get your hands on.
1: So head over to Captain Cecil's Coffee.com and get some of those delicious beans headed your way. That's Captain Cecil's Coffee.com. Tell them your buddies at Grown Up Christian sent you.
0: all right everyone we are back still hanging out with christian nightmares uh before we even jump into the next video we didn't talk about the top of the episode but we give him a big round of applause that he won't hear for having his first child congratulations yeah <laughs> congratulations. a little nightmare into this.
5: A yeah, little a little nightmare. Nightmare. yeah
2: um yeah i'm a dad for the first time my daughter's about three months old um yeah it's awesome she's incredible it's been, yeah how, not sleeping a lot but she's she's great how old
1: is like old enough to start giving her adventures in odyssey
5: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's ever gonna happen <laughs> but you've taken her to churching right what's that you started taking her to church though right
2: oh yeah i mean that's yeah right right from the get-go yeah, yeah she's right. baptized and it's all, <laughs> she's all good to go Uh, is there
1: like a is there like a well because sam you i mean you were still thoroughly in the church when you had kids and stuff for the like early on at least like is there any awkwardness there with family over what are you gonna you gonna take her to church
5: um
2: at this point uh it hasn't come up yet um I, i i think my parents just know at this point that it's just not gonna happen um yeah, I, um, I've I've always had a pretty good relationship with my father about this stuff. You know, we see eye to eye uh, for the most part. Um, my mother is, you know, she's still very involved in the church and and uh, you know has very strong feelings about it. She would love for me to go back to church. Of course, she would she would love for me to take. My daughter to church and for that to be a part of her life but i think that we've been over it so many times now that she just knows not to go there because it's gonna it's just gonna push us apart and we fought over it so many times that i think finally she she just knows no that's boundaries are good I,
0: yeah no that's great i a lot of people i feel like a lot of people don't have to struggle through those conversations until they have it yeah yeah
2: Nothing I mean, it talk. still might come up. I'm sure it's going to come up at some point.
0: Well, but. if your mom's going to be properly worried about your daughter's soul, uh, she will probably try to save it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that I have. I mean, it took me a long time to really set those boundaries with my mom, though. It was really hard I, too. I mean, it was it wasn't fun. It was super uncomfortable, and um, and you know, you know, I love my mom, and as much as I. Um, know needed to protect myself it sucked to feel distant from my mother for a long time uh over this you know so yeah um but i think that we're finally at a pretty good point where uh we um we just respectfully just don't don't really go there so you know we'll see it'll be interesting though as when my daughter as my daughter gets a little older and and stuff to see what happens but i have to take you know a firm stance on that i just don't want it's really important to me uh you know, I when she's old enough to understand uh, things a little bit more, you know, I want her, her to you know, she can make choices for herself, of course. For sure. But I just don't, you know, the idea I hated. I want to spend Sundays just having a good time with my daughter, you know, <laughs> and living life and and not feeling, you know, going for a hike or taking a walk and talking to each other and you know, not stuck in a church, sitting in a pew. Being told how awful I am, (laughs) and I never want my daughter to feel. I never want my daughter to feel like she's not good enough, you know, and and have to endure uh, a lot of the things that we all did as kids.
1: I feel like church is framed as like one of those things that's like a family activity, and like you go to church as a family, but you're not really engaging with each other at all, you know. In church, it's it's kind of like I don't know. It's like the it's like the date equivalent of like going to a movie. It's like there's nothing wrong with it, but you're not learning about <laughs> each other at the movies, you know. Right. You're not getting closer at. You're the just movies. getting a hand
0: job in the back of the theater. What's so weird about that? It's Popcorn just like butter. church. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure. I'm sure that's happened some to some people, not to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or me. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, so speaking of boners. <laughs> perfect speaking of boners solid transition there
1: if only, if
0: only my it. uh transitions to the video were as solid as your transitions to introducing them i'm a seasoned interviewer you're killing it <laughs> all right here we go oh, this, you know what no. my favorite thing about this guy is is that he hyphenates his first and middle name what's going on there Stuart allen clark i don't trust a person who's got like what do you call him is he stewart do you have to call him Stuart Allen? Because that's, that's pretentious question. as fuck. It is, yeah. He's
2: he's definitely a stew.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's, he's definitely a stew, especially with the youth group kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> call me stew.
0: I, yeah, call me stew. I'm your pal.
2: Yeah. As as stew. this plays, I want you to think,
1: audience, about uh, this guy giving like the giggly marriage is great because you can have sex talk uh in youth group because this is this is who it comes from
0: he's uh, a he's a <laughs> my yeah. smoking hot wife kind of. exactly
3: scientists have discovered by the way a food that diminishes a woman's sex drive it's called wedding cake <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah i hate him <laughs> i love charles
2: I who's charles you. <laughs> just uh right well, here's the
3: deal after you get married after you get married the Bible says, oh, this is, men, put this on their, your headboard at the house, okay? In your bedroom. Put it on there. Here's what it says. 1 Corinthians 7, 4. The wife has no longer all rights over her body. Woo! But she shares him with her husband. There's a double. Woo! Woo! That's
0: the sound he makes So whenever she's bed. not in the
3: mood, dig out your Bible. Well oh my
2: god yeah it's yeah so there's that guy he's the worst
0: i
1: I feel like this guy was one of the like more viral clips of the year
2: oh for sure yeah there was because there was actually a kind of a big it got picked up by a lot of people covered it and uh there was kind of a backlash and he um he actually ended up kind of going away for a little while and um supposed- he got a
0: sabbatical that's called a paid four-month vacation and yeah, only exactly. pastors get them
2: <laughs> no you, you're absolutely right you're totally right oh, he, he supposedly went to counseling which i'm sure was christian counseling you know and he uh came back and he did apologize but um i don't know i just think that you know we've all sat through sermons like this i think for you know, sure so many of them and i just think that now it's just now with social media And, you know, everybody recording things that these guys are being held accountable. And so they're forced to apologize. And I guess that's better than nothing. But I mean, they've been saying this stuff for years.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) think like people who didn't spend the kind of time in church that like a lot of us did were taken aback by this. And I mean, it is maybe the worst time to preach this message, you know, like it's so out of fashion right now and so tone deaf just yeah. more yeah tone deaf that's the word yeah. it is just like repugnant the message is. but like if you spent a lot of time in church and you went to christian summer camp and you sat through these sermons that they give teenagers about how like you know it's it's always wrapped around an abstinence message that like you gotta wait but hey look if you wait this is the payoff you can demand your wife have sex with you whenever you yeah, want exactly and we all heard these, but you're right. We all heard these messages and yeah. they were coded in different language and stuff. Sometimes, sometimes they were more like on the nose and ugly about it. And mm-hmm. I think like, I think that there was a lot of young women and I've, I've heard it like a lot of young women talk about like how much anxiety this kind of stuff gave them about marriage and about sex and like just the, the, the fear that they had of, you know, this quote unquote gift that God gives on your wedding night and stuff. And it is just like, this is like one facet of the like big, ugly monstrosity that is purity culture.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Feeling like you, you, you are, you know, your husband's property for one. Um, also these expectations that you have, these unrealistic expectations that you have for sex, you know, that it's just going to be this amazing mind blowing experience your first time like a wedding night. And then it's over in 15 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. And then the the tears are so
0: wild about (laughs) this world, not even just this guy, but this world is like, I mean, humor like that, if you obviously we wouldn't call it humorous, but he's going for humor. It's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of landing fine uh we'll see his humor not land quite as well in the second clip Uh, i feel like it doesn't (laughs) hit as hard because uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable for everyone in the congregation but that humor in this one only really lands when you believe and teach uh, that that women just don't really like sex and that like you're always trying to convince them that they should or they need to do it it's like a chore for them That women are never going to just be like, I'm super into this. It's always going to be like, I want this. And I have to, like, I have to ask for it. I need to convince you that we should. It's always, it always came from that perspective for me. was like, they might, I might've gotten a message here or there that like women can like it, but women need to be, you know, turned on. So very slowly, it's going to take some time and you're going to rub their shoulders first. But everything becomes a transaction. How (laughs) many, buy them chocolate <laughs> it's
1: like, so many women love chocolate jokes in my church
0: in my early like marriage days as a young evangelical the amount of back rubs i gave solely because i thought i'd get laid afterwards is <laughs> embarrassing it's embarrassing my wife would hate that <laughs>
2: well yeah to, like, to your point it's just that it's it's this idea that the that women need to either be coerced or that you can just <laughs> yeah
0: it's all manipulative like you're yeah. it's no, it feels like there's no authentic sex when you have that mess you mm-hmm. can't have authentic sex with your wife like you, you you might get there sometime really as a young married like as a, i got married at 21 like it yeah. was three days after i turned away. i wasn't like it wasn't old by any means and you're, it, you're always in your head about it you don't really know right. like oh are they into this and then as a guy you're like i'm just supposed to be happy this is happening. But then then you're like, well, I'm not into it if they're not into it. Like, no. this feels weird, uh, but it yeah. shouldn't because that's not what that's not the message that's been. You end up, I mean, even guys end up with some mixed emotions and hangups and cuts. For them. sure. You learn. Yeah. It's like, I this know isn't good for of, anybody. Yeah. No. Yeah. a this lot doesn't of lead
1: real- to happiness on anybody's part.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot of it centered around the trauma that it causes women, and it's definitely more traumatic for them. Definitely, like it's, it fucks up your views of things and your expect as a guy too, especially a compassionate person. Like if you're like, uh, of course there are probably guys like this guy, like Stewart Allen, who more than happy to just look. I mean, he's just happy he's cranking them out here and there. So I think Stewart and his think wife we-
1: probably have sex through a sheet with a hole in it. that's pretty safe Safe. maybe
0: maybe he wears that sheet and has two eye holes in it it's possible (laughs) on the weekends you might make (laughs) her
1: hold a picture you know if the second clip is any indication before we hit the second clip okay and if you're not if Stuart allen clark doesn't have you grinding your teeth just yet um (laughs) clip two's coming Okay, and, you know, don't don't cause yourself any dental damage or anything. But before we get to this, I think it's important that we kind of paint a picture of Stuart Allen Clark's uh, aesthetic, which is I was trying to think of what he looks like. He looks like if you synthesize together uh, both of the 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 old couple from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like if you put them <laughs> both into the same body, Stuart Allen Clark, he's rocking like one of those dress shirts with the flat bottom untucked. He's a flat
0: bottom guy. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Got those untucked. relaxed fit jeans on, the the Levi 501s, um, got the 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 the, the 13 pound Sketcher chunk boots, uh, buzz like cut a, and glasses.
0: like a discount uh Patton Oswald
2: look.
1: Yeah. he looks like he'd be in a commercial for barbecue girls
2: yeah <laughs> he's throwing a little like Newman from Seinfeld he's got Newman
0: vibes yes he's got, yes. Newman vibes. He's got yeah. uh he looks like when when toddlers get glasses for the first time and they have to like hug their face and really he kind of looks like a toddler who just got glasses
2: yeah I think all that's to say he's not exactly the catch no, he's no. not. <laughs> which is he's why he's not. so
0: dependent on this patriarchal t- system he has some right. ideas about women. Depended on it. it. Let's hear. Let's hear more of those ideas. Let's uh, go ahead and start this next one. His his ideas are fantastic.
3: Now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, epic, the epic trophy wife of all time. Still in middle school, using ep- like Melania Trump. Melania Trump. I'm not saying that at all. Not most women can't be trophy wives, but you you know, like her, maybe you're maybe a participation trophy. I don't Did, know.
0: Is that in the church PowerPoint? so yeah this, there's a a picture of melania trump sitting on a chair and like a big flowing gown pops up and i didn't know if they had whoever had uploaded this video dropped that in or if that was specifically no, i think that was
2: that was part of his
1: presentation okay yeah. yeah. stewart paged through some melania trump pictures and oh yeah we know that he didn't turn the safe search off because he's a man of god with a lot <laughs> of ideas about you know marital fidelity but uh he could have <laughs>
0: right. let's also point i want to point out not to harp on it, looks too much because it's not acceptable in 2021 but it is if you're an asshole so we'll just i don't on. play by those
2: rules <laughs> it's uh yeah he i think in this context it's
0: fine he has such an <laughs> ambiguous kind of face like i don't even know what his face looks like uh, it feels like if a serial killer like it feels like Buffalo Bill, like cut off a face and is wearing it. It's just kind of loosely hanging <laughs> on a skull or something. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Mean-
3: oh, but all I can say is not everybody looks like that. Amen. Not everybody looks like that. But, but you don't need to look like a oh. butch either. Cool. Hey, here's something you need to know. You need to know this: men have a need for their women to look like women. A hey, sweatpants don't cut it all the time, huh? wearing flip-flops and, and uh, pajamas to Walmart. Uh, that ain't gonna work. Ain't nothing attractive about that. It ain't. And, and men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an amen?
0: Dude, he bombed on that one. Let's be honest. Oh, man.
2: He killed it. He,
0: he, <laughs> he First of all, he, at that last scene looks like he's Heil Hitler kind of thing. <laughs> That's unacceptable. But Heil Melania look, his last clip, he had people roaring. Oh my God, that's so funny. Ha ha ha. This one, every guy sitting next to their wife is like, oh shit, I am absolutely not going there. Like, I can't, I can't let my wife hear me laugh at this. Yeah, (laughs) they're like, I am not getting talked to when I get home. That's what's great. Here's what's cool about evangelical church. You can say that from the pulpit. You can get everyone all riled up and hooting and hollering and then you go home and let's be honest, most Wives run the house. It's just the way things end up happening. Like the whole like men are in charge and we're running this shit. Is it feels like a facade? Most of the families I knew. It was like, what are you doing on the weekend? Uh I don't know. Let me go ahead and check with my wife. Like everything, everything a guy's ever said is let me check with my wife. And they're over here on Sundays. They get Sunday to pretend like they're fucking in charge. It's just not the way the world works.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe not at his house. i think think he's probably a bit of a tyrant at home um he might be but the irony
2: somebody into submission
1: yeah yeah and the the irony of this guy acting like he needs to weigh in on women's fashion is just it's unbelievable fashion
0: sense he's i mean that guy's killing the fashion game i don't know what you're talking about
1: he he, like this guy just he gave up at some point like he hasn't done a push-up in years (laughs) he has so many opinions about how women should look and stuff like that and just i don't know it's just it's all obvious observations but but also the the worst
2: he's awful (laughs) but he also i i I really doubt there was a sermon from the other person you know (laughs) i think you're i think you're being very fair in that
0: assessment <laughs> women want their husbands to look good i that guy. you know his favorite thing to wear is sweatpants the worst thing about a sunday morning for him is he can't wear his just like ratty baggy ass sweatpants <laughs> and is like i bet most of his boxer shorts have holes in them he probably has been wearing the same one since college yeah
1: he's an ogre at home like he's an ogre in his swamp and uh yeah he's the worst so he got obliterated on social media uh had to go away for a bit had to apologize and stuff like that we can hope that he learned his lesson and maybe he's evolved a little bit but or he just stopped publishing his sermons online maybe you should just play it safe and not go to his church how about that let's just yeah. do that just to be safe
0: i want to call back to hank kuteman real quick because one of the things that stuck yeah. out to me was and it might just be the video uh, that the clip said i've seen i don't feel like his church looked huge he's,
2: he's no yeah, joel I've, Osteen. i've tried to no yeah it's not i don't it's not a mega church i've tried to get a number on that actually i would be curious too to see what his congregation is and i can't yeah um i'm guessing guessing it's maybe around 500 to a thousand at the most yeah that's i feel like you're in the ballpark there i mean like you it, gotta it, put it up doesn't... the
1: numbers hank yeah those are rookie but the figures thing is about
2: him, though is he has a, he has a pretty large platform beyond it now online you know yeah um through like flashpoint and that you know the kenneth copeland network show and all it almost doesn't even matter if you have no if, if you have a large congregation anymore if, credentials. You're, if you're getting invited to speak at, at all these conferences and invited to all these bigger churches and these shows but
0: it the world we live in now is like no one cares about your credentials like you posted just the other day uh, or maybe today who's this like girl who keeps talking about how she's only 17 and has a whole lot of shit to say oh i can't even I,
2: I just found out about her um i follow right wing watch who are who are amazing at what they do uh they just they just put me they just found her or found out about her and uh I found out about her through them. So, Um, but yeah, she's, she seems like she's probably going to be around. She's got all the, all the qualities, you know?
0: It's Um, uh, Savannah Lynn, AKA the Savvy Truth. Savvy Truth. That's right. It's like, we're at a point where no one gives a fuck about, it's like, are you saying what we want you to say? Great. Jump on, you're along for the ride. Like we got you, we'll give you a platform. It doesn't, so like, I mean, Hank Kuneman, yeah. what, he probably got a Bible degree. Maybe he went to, maybe. And maybe seminary doesn't really matter because you pick a seminary, whatever that seminary believes is what they're going to teach you. It's not like a real, you know, come up with your own ideas about shit based on your studies and, I don't know, get to the bottom of something. Or I feel like a lot of graduate programs have a uh, are a little bit more well-rounded. I could be wrong, but seminary is weird in that like, like if I went to I got a Bible degree at Liberty. If I went to seminary at Liberty, I would have just gotten, this is what Southern Baptists think. This is what you, this is what's right. And, yeah. and if you want to do well in this program, you have to believe this. Otherwise pick a seminary that lines up with what, I think that's a strange way to handle graduate education, but that's what these institutions do. So like what, I mean, what are Hank's credentials to be, he's, you he go? He didn't get a journalism
2: degree. He has no real certified
1: douchebag.
0: Yeah.
2: Certified. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I don't think you really need that anymore in that world. You know, I think this, uh, the, the woman that you're talking about, the 17 year old, um, I think that she was invited to speak at this. She has a minimal, you know, not even a huge social media following, but, uh, you know, she's 17. She's really like, like outspoken. She's, uh, she's hitting all the right talking points. Uh, I just think, and she got invited to speak at this big reawaken America, right, or something. It was called. Sounds, it's like, so uh, it's like so Bizarro
1: great. Greta.
0: Yes, I. Yeah. I actually yeah, wanted exactly. to point that out. I'm glad you, because I, it, it's the, the low hanging fruit here is that you can do that on both sides, right? Like Greta Thunberg. Thunberg, I forgot how you yeah. to say your last name. Is um, you could argue that that's a similar thing, right? She's not. She's young. Like what credentials on something. Really have any credentials to speak about, uh, but people love it, and she gets right. But you could argue uh, so from from that side. You could argue that she rallies people and is an activist. So I get. Yeah. I mean, the difference is I think that climate change is real, and I think the savvy truth is full of shit. <laughs> I get, me, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't. But and, i if you're well, sitting on the other side, you can. It, it's easy to see why you would. Think, but one wears a right. costume and actually like a doofus, and the
2: other one is. Seems really passionate about yeah, it. Exactly. I mean, maybe they both are. To, I mean, to try to be fair, but, um, but, but yeah, I think it's, it's trying to reach a younger audience yeah. too. I think they're somewhat aware of that. Yeah. To- as
0: an adult, you can still default to look. Like, what the fuck did I know? So to act like you're right about anything, you know, anything is diff it's difficult to, to level with. And they might both end up thinking the same thing in 10 years as they.
1: Did. Maybe they I both graduated from the same MK ultra class. <laughs> Uh they've been, been living in Ted Cruz's basement uh raising a puppy that they'll eventually have to kill.
0: Yeah, in you know? like what three inches of water. It's like you have to <laughs> just you have to force its nostrils under that three inches of water. Hold on to it while it squirms
1: So uh speaking of credentials, this yeah lady, uh Catherine Crick, she is a bona fide apostle.
2: Yeah, she calls herself an apostle. Um yeah, I uh, Found her stuff this year. Um, she really stood out. <laughs> um, That's one she, way to put it. <laughs> yeah, she's out in California. She she runs a she's a pastor of a church. Um, I forget what five F or something church. Is it the Church of life? the Crisis Actors? <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs> I she,
1: am excited. About, I was excited to see this this woman pop up because i kind of found her independently just like looking at hashtags on tiktok yeah and i was just i was blown away by her page
2: (laughs) yeah she's all she's she's i think she has a pretty decent pretty big following on on tiktok i think Um, so and she's doing so she's she's doing these she holds these uh public exorcisms (laughs) quote-unquote a wild Uh, in a park in los angeles like every week every saturday or sunday and um yeah this is this is one of those here we go
0: most insane part is how monotone this part like there's no passion in this voice it's just no it's like it feels like she's done like 20 years of uh customer service and it's unfazed by anything it's like no um, no karen you need to get to the back of the line no karen no karen you need to leave the store karen this sounds me. like she's talking about walgreens leave automated here, prescription <laughs>
1: refill <laughs> i you can definitely say the opposite for uh the young women that she's casting demons out of every one of them is really like it's like they're competing on who has the best demon act act out yeah (laughs) oh yeah
2: that drool is a nice touch too yeah that that was
1: good respect yeah Yeah. that's some daniel day lewis stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) beforehand they're like listen this is an audition uh, for The Exorcist 2 where you know, they're finally making it. Uh, we just want to see how you handle uh, getting a demon cast. So we'll just, and that's it. <laughs> uh, just point a microphone to your face and let you go wild.
1: It, it, just to give some context if you've never heard of Catherine Crick, I just looked up. She has 1.2 million followers on, on TikTok.
2: Oh my god. Does she have that many now? Yeah. that's
0: Oh man. We
2: she's, have 30 more seconds
0: yeah. of screaming if we want to look. <laughs>
2: We might as well. <laughs> All right. We don't have to though.
0: You
5: have
3: to go now. No, no, no! Now. no.
0: I love the lady in the no. background.
3: Yes, she have to. Go. No, no! She I'm looks
0: about, like she doesn't yeah. really buy it. I'm
3: in doubt. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Just apps, rolling around apps, on the ground
0: apps, it's, it's yeah i think so, the yeah. second one fell down with a protract not sure if she was i saw that too i was wondering what that was <laughs> Looks like a protractor she was like i was doing math i was i'm an engineer i'm an architect i don't know who uses protractors other than people in algebra too <laughs> but
1: if you are not You need to go click on the link and watch this video so that, okay, there's three young women, you know, well-dressed, clean cut young women that are losing their demons in this video. And they're all seem to be kind of trying to outdo each other. They all have like their own little unique spin on what demon possession looks like. Uh, Young lady, number two, there's a woman standing behind her watching this happen and she's grimacing (laughs) <laughs> it's like this look of like why am i like i didn't sign up for this i thought yeah. we were going out to coffee you know <laughs> i recognize the look on her face because i i feel like i've been there like at summer camp it's like thursday night it's 10 o'clock people are at the you know the same people are at the front of the foyer and they're screaming and crying with their hands in the air and stuff and i'm sitting in the pew just like I like this anymore.
2: (laughs) Another thing about Catherine Crick, though, too, I looked her up and um, so she doesn't have there's not a whole lot about her online. Um, It seems from what I can tell, I think she worked at a restaurant for a while in like New York maybe Guy. even up to New York and then all of a sudden she, she moved yeah she moved to LA to to pursue acting oh shocking oh my gosh yeah exactly <laughs> lit
0: <off> this one.
2: <laughs> I I found she was in a couple commercials one of them was for like a cougar uh website or something like the what? day cougars uh, I gotta, yeah okay. I think so yeah um and she was trying to pursue a uh, singing career as well. She, I think she's got a few music videos out and stuff.
0: Oh, we need to. But somehow
2: then it, but somehow it's, you know, it didn't seem to work out and now she's doing that. So,
1: you know, uh, Charles Manson wanted to be a musician. <laughs> <laughs> and Hitler wanted to be an artist. Wouldn't this be great if this turned out to just all be like an exercise in method acting? Like she's going to yeah, try out it. for the righteous
0: gemstones and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the method one acting clinic i actually i saved one of her videos
1: uh if we get time i'll we'll we'll play it for you because you get a kick out of it so Catherine threw out three demons over the course of that video lots of screaming lots of drool and zero swear words because demons don't swear when they know they're going to be on a Christian TikTok, um, (laughs) that is that is what I love about these I'm always amazed at how demons they avoid profanity in in all these situations (laughs) they're screaming they're spitting they're biting they're talking about killing the person never swear though which is pretty courteous
0: yeah no they're respectful demons I appreciate it I don't if you want people to understand that you can cast out demons, I mean, who's watching these, right? No one would. No one's watching that and be like, oh, I need to find this woman. I think I have. One point two million people are. One point two million people <laughs> on TikTok. One point two million people are confident that they are not demon possessed, and they're just excited that someone's casting them out of other people. <laughs> one of the things I remember talking, I remember a conversation with, about demon possession. Demon possession is so prevalent in the New Testament and you know, it's not really a thing anymore, but really, are there any less demons in the world? Clearly there are people who are still demon possessed and we just have lost the ability and understand it for what it is. And it appears to be different things. Now they've mastered their craft. I mean, they've had 2000 years to figure out how to trick people into thinking the demon possessed aren't demon possessed, right? These are the conversations that happens on the halls of Liberty University Particularly amongst people getting Bible degrees, like, and you said that that degree
2: wasn't wasn't valuable in any way, huh?
0: No, I, right. I can spot uh, demon. I can spot real demon possession, and I can spot bullshit. And I'm pretty pretty sure that Catherine Crick is full of shit. Not to squeeze a lemon into your wound. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: I I will say, the uh, exorcism rabbit hole is a fun one to go down on tiktok there is a whole host of characters on
0: yeah. there lots of demons on tiktok so people are doing the lord's work that's great yeah all right let's go for this guy uh let's go uh, pastor robert
2: jeffries Jeffries? Jeffries? yeah i think it is this and is uh i feel like we had he's a-
1: on the jim baker show on this right
2: i think he's been on the jim baker show he's another another huge trump supporter was very outspoken in support of Trump uh, to that presidency. Um, This one is just, I mean, again, he's somebody that there's a million clips of this guy saying ridiculous things. things. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But this one was just particularly kind of out of nowhere to me.
0: It comes out at a good time because uh, two weeks ago we had uh, Tory Williams Douglas on and the title of that episode was about uh, heaven being boring. And this guy is certainly not making a solid case for that not being true. Here we go.
4: <laughs> Some people, you know, working in People heaven, just don't want to work. Remember, God created us to be workers. Work was a gift from God before the fall of Adam and Eve. God meant for us to find fulfillment in our work. He's a worker. He created us to be workers. But in heaven, the new heaven and the new earth, all of the things that drain the joy out of our work, bodies that grow tired strained relationships government regulations all those things will be removed and we're going to enjoy work like god intended us to enjoy government regulations is yeah.
2: one of those things that's what we all think about yeah. there's
0: too many government you know what i hate fucking Remember minimum wage time. goddamn minimum wage you don't even need to worry about you know what's so great about having you don't have to pay your workers that's just free <laughs> There's no ocean in
1: heaven. You don't have to wear closed-toed shoes. You can lop them off under that forklift. You you wear your
0: sandals. No, you are a. It's kind of like indentured servitude, really, when you think about it. You work for free, and I don't pay. And I'm obviously going to be your boss in heaven, because let's just be real. I'm better than you. (laughs) Oh
2: man, he just had to throw in his political opinion. Like he just couldn't resist doing it. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah and it, you can see how much of that is like so much part of their of, of who they are they they can't separate themselves from it because yeah you can't even talk about of course we're going to work in heaven that's how god made it. god okay listen if god's all powerful uh, or as the QAnon shaman says omnipotent <laughs> omniscient omnipresent that god didn't work super hard to make anybody like to say that he rested on the third day i mean on the seventh day That guy didn't work very hard on the first six. It's just like, it's like me thinking of something and it magically appearing. I don't call that work. (laughs) So then he's just all like, oh, I know. It's hard to imagine working in heaven. So many people just don't want to work these. They're mostly liberals, uh, probably millennials and definitely Gen Z.
2: Yeah, that was definitely the subtext.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's something to be said for that. Uh, if you mention the fact that like, Hey, in, in heaven, nobody has to work the counter at AutoZone, you know, right, That would be a factor.
0: <laughs> nobody that, has to upsell your oil change is. at Jiffy Lube.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going to work in a telemarketing, uh, firm taking calls for Joel Osteen at in, in heaven. And that's part of why you'll find fulfillment in your work. No, it's, uh. You know, it's the government telling you you have to wear a hard hat and you work around falling rocks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's funny, too, to think about it like they'll be working. Can you get a little bit more specific? Like what, <laughs> yeah, what, what needs to be doing? Well, yeah, really? you already <laughs> walked into uh, you. You walked out of a golden road and straight into your mansion. What's there left (laughs) to do? You've already achieved the American dream within five minutes of getting to heaven.
2: I guess mansion maintenance, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. So the work is the butlers they employ.
1: I could (laughs) see him like his ideal job in heaven, like you got the 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 big strapping young men that are singing eternally the praises of the Lord. And he's rubbing Vicks vapor rub on their chests, <laughs> to keep their voices pure and uh, their throats clear. And he would be in hog heaven, I think is the term he would use.
0: Hog heaven. That sounds like a great visual too. That sounds like. A turn I would be phrase so to...
1: happy for Bob if he could just live it out loud. You know. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So. Uh, final final entry in fa- favorite nightmares of the year. Uh, this guy blew up this year. I I saw like everyone shared his stuff. Like every prominent public figure, yeah. Like Joe Rogan oh, shared his stuff. A bunch of other comedians and stuff. I mean he he had to have just exploded this year with with his content. It's it's great because it's uh it's so perfect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I hope I hope so. I hope so. I, yeah, this guy's amazing, Andre Antunes. Um, he does these heavy metal mashups with. Uh, he's done a bunch of televangelists. This one is with uh, Kenneth Copeland. It's a, the video. The Kenneth Copeland clip is actually from 2020, but uh, Andre Antunes did this uh, this past year. Um, it's. I mean, I think the clip kind of speaks for itself. Yeah,
0: this guy's he's
2: too good. Put your hand on your head like that.
3: All spots, I call you God. The congregation full of people with the
0: hands. Going hear- this guy one yeah. of the things i absolutely love oh. about him is like he's an incredible musician the way that he he's so good follows the cadence of it and it yeah. doesn't feel because it changes i mean it just changes the uh i don't know I don't the, tempo. The, tune, the tempo tempo yeah and, yeah and he just rolls with it and makes it sound so good like, kind of like i don't <laughs> I don't know if this is make i don't know i don't want to make people be like oh my god dude shut the fuck up you don't know what you're talking about but it makes me think of between the buried and me a little bit yeah it's got those vibes for sure
2: and Um, just what better way to deal with somebody like kenneth copeland yeah
0: (laughs) it It also allows you to pick up on that cadence that they like because there is that cadence
2: right oh yeah yeah and it shows that
0: there's a rhythm to that 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 you can really follow along with it's Mm -hmm. this guy's He's fantastic. I love this guy.
3: Put your hands on your loan. And shout this with me. Call me at night, please. I curse you. Get out of here. Get out
5: of my loan. Get out of my body. I am not
4: sick. It's so good.
0: I missed his calling as the hopeless. The entrance of his word brings life. Get out of
1: here, spirit of darkness! Get out of here, spirit of death! Harry between the
5: barriers. Yeah, yeah.
2: Too good oh man dude kenneth is
3: insane <laughs> he's insane
0: 100 insane in right. the
3: name of god open up this pit uh,
2: surprisingly nice in stuff. that
0: clip there's not it's he doesn't have the full house that you would think it feels a little scattered yeah
2: i know it's kind of i'm kind of happy to see that
3: <laughs> i want to um, see a, a circle pit in jesus name
2: dude yeah i I, he's of all the people that i cover on christian nightmares i just he is the most baffling to me and i I don't understand how anybody could sit through any of his sermons and just not think the guy is creepy and yeah i just i just don't know i mean there's a lot of full of shit televangelists but he i mean it just seems so blatantly obvious he's the Uh, most cartoonish
1: though right now like there are others that are pretty ridiculous. Like Benny Hinn's a ridiculous person. Why anybody yeah. would listen to yeah. him. I mean, he's such a Connors. Kenneth Copeland is the one that you're like, this guy is a cartoon. Like, yeah. Why are you sitting in his, and it looks like it's a pretty diverse audience. Like there's a lot of different yeah. kinds of people sitting in that, in this thing, listening to that. I like the white guy, the bald guy in the beginning. Cause he looks yeah. like he's praying with
0: conviction.
5: He's
1: like, like, he's, he really I wants need this. it i
0: really want god i need a win i really need a <laughs> yeah. win i got the faith like a mustard
1: seed lord please give me a widow's beak <laughs> 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 kenneth copeland's face is insane i mean like it's he too looks crazy. Eyes, too. so weird yeah you know those, like, when you go to Best Buy and they have, like, the TVs that are sitting on the shelves with, and they've got that security tag around them that you twist and it tightens up? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. got the, the, yeah. the ropes that go around the TV. Like, I imagine there being one of those in the back of his head. And, like, every <laughs> night his wife puts her foot on the back of his neck and twists that thing tighter and it just pulls his face back. A <laughs> bit
0: it looks like he put a nylon stocking. in him. <laughs> it looks like it looks
1: like 90s era uh cost like special effects makeup <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he would like he's an evil dead character or something like that someone from like star wars like the cantina <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: i uh i don't get the appeal um, yeah, obviously he's doing well for himself, and continues
2: to do well for himself. Yeah, I just he's
0: richer than all three of us combined. I'm sure, by a lot. I think, <laughs> I lot. think, he's,
2: I think he's worth three hundred million dollars. God
0: damn, I hate, I hate everything. Yeah. I hate this world that we live in. It pays yeah. to serve the Lord.
2: Yeah, <laughs> flying around in private jets. And...
0: How else are you gonna avoid
2: COVID nineteen? <laughs> exactly okay uh, yeah so- i wanted to end on andrew andre Antunes one just uh just because i felt like the other stuff is just, at least that guy had some levity to all of it i want to yeah, know if he grew up that's christian. perfect that's what i need to find out i do too yeah i'd like to learn more about that guy did he grow up um, christian
0: is that why he's covering this or does he just does he just have the ear for it if he grew up
2: christian i feel like we need to talk i think he's you could i think he's pretty reachable he's on, he's on Instagram. I know that, but he does do a lot of other stuff too. It's not all televangelists. Yeah. They're all really good. Definitely worth checking out.
1: Yeah. He's a talented guy, man. So that was, uh, that was quite a list that you curated for us. That's,
4: uh,
1: that's some heavy hitters for sure. (laughs) So I threw together a couple for you that I, uh, Oh, nice. I think you're this is, you know, this is my gift to you. I think you're going to enjoy these. Thank you. So, um, Sam, start with the one on the far right because that's our friend Catherine.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, Here we go. more Catherine. Uh, no,
0: I haven't seen any of these, so these are going to be a treat for me too. I'm excited. Oh, okay. Ever since I
2: watched your videos, the demons have been honestly tormenting me. Is there anything that you feel led to renounce? Just speak now that you renounce those things. I renounce in Jesus' name tarot cards, any <laughs> stones that I worshipped, certain clothes that had like third eye.
4: I declare now every demonic spirit
0: must leave <laughs> she, now in Jesus' she name. She has in the bottom left of her screen this, follow me on IG for live ministry at Apostle <laughs> Kathy. <laughs>
1: always promoting so i love the the list of renounceable things because I just like yeah, i just want to keep that going like uh <laughs> devil's food cake uh my favorite home little Nikki, <laughs> 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 like, dodge demons uh the 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 blue
0: devil whatever
1: i went sports. 46
0: into 45 i did a rolling <laughs> stop Oh, my God. The demons of rolling stops are pressing me. <laughs> I bought Starbucks
1: the other day. And my total was $6.66. <laughs> I renounced that.
2: <laughs> uh, I feel like something is happening. Oh. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Hallelujah. You're free. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: She's Hallelujah. definitely a
2: fill I used to think when I was
0: watching, <sighs> they were
5: faking. They're not faking. <laughs> they're gone. They're gone. Thank you, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh my be
1: filled with God's joy with his peace now
4: thank you in Jesus name hallelujah
1: oh Dude, uh, that's not off. the uh the weird smiling yeah. sincerity oh. that you were
2: talking about, <laughs> yeah, and those eyes just there's that there's something about the eyes they're dead. They're dead inside. She's, She's the, the only <laughs> demon-possessed person in all of the conversations.
0: Exactly. Oh my god. an empty
1: husk wearing a, a skin suit.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like uh
0: what's what is it in uh Men in Black when the the aliens first land and they get inside that dude and he just I'm like oh ah. that's what these people are. They're just aliens inside human skin suits
1: (laughs) okay go to the one on the far left because that's educational
0: okay i feel like you're gonna save the best for last
4: There is a connection to the moon. And some of you are like, Pastor Mike, that's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. There is a man vexed by demons. He's he's vexed by demons. And the Bible says that he was a lunatic. And if you look at the root word lunatic, lunar, it's connected (laughs) to the moon. And you've seen in culture all these different uh, portrayals of full moons. That's because it is connected. It is connected. And so oftentimes you have the witching hour. You have um, a lot of occult practices are connected to the nighttime. And so you even have human beings that are operating within uh, the occult realm and they're doing different witchcraft practices and things like that at night. And so if demons seem to be to to bother us or be more active at night, I would say that that's, there's a case for that, but here's the thing. It doesn't mean they're not active during the waking hours. Nope. Okay.
5: <laughs> no. There's no, no escape.
0: <laughs> uh, Lunar, the night man uh, cometh. <laughs> I don't, I don't want any night men. To come sure. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: yeah. I, I can't remember what this guy's name is, but he is also, uh, he's horrible.
0: That's, he's a a classic, that's a classic move right there. Right. Like coming up, like whatever you want, you just find like the most like trivial connection of all time. One. Like I just need to connect this to one word in the entire Bible. The entire i just want to talk thing. about
1: the uh the original greek translation this word lunatic oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah okay and so in full cult leader fashion um the the video next to it there is called how to yeah. cut soul ties
0: okay you are saving the best for last because i know who's in the video for the last one and he's our oh you owner. could you can
4: see uh, the toner uh, cartridge hair.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> There's two ways oh, to cut soul ties. Dude. Uh, one is you have to you have to block them. You have to cut them off. You have to stop engaging with them. Stop trying to convince yourselves that you can be friends with somebody that's an enemy to your purpose. Uh. The other way to sever soul ties is spirit. Is he going to bring
0: this back to circumcision? Or-
4: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's it's only hope. which is in prayer when you renounce the sin and you cut it off yep. and you say i am not going to be engaged in that anymore and i sever and i cut this soul out i cut this cool. off rather in the name of jesus
0: i circumcise yeah. your soul in the name of jesus christ our lord amen you gotta lop off that soul pud <laughs> so that say, guy's name is
1: like it? His name's like Mike Signorelli. He's a New York pastor and uh he has like real cult leader vibes. He's not as big as some of the other ones we've looked at, but uh I think that's I think he's a, a dangerous person. Yeah, yeah. mean you don't uh, need to be
0: too big to lock half a dozen people in a church and make
1: that is true, <laughs> yeah. And point. he's at least as convincing, maybe more than
0: Marshall Applewhite. So <laughs> You're the cult professional. I don't even know who that is. He was uh, Heaven's Gate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, the deep cuts of the big one. I get it. <laughs> All right. So
1: last one is uh, a podcast favorite, a person who has uh, refused to acknowledge us in our <laughs>
0: range. Exactly. Um, no interest in who we are
1: john cooper of skillet and he's giving a very impassioned message really? about the role of government the proper role
0: of government have you before we even jump into that chris yeah you, uh have you followed john cooper at all and seen some of the the cringe posts yeah he's were got? you
1: alien youth at one point
2: i haven't i know he, um he's got i mean I, have, I know about skillet but i don't know i didn't know that i don't know much about him actually he is uh I don't know that I I think he's the good the, the kind of Christian who would who
0: wouldn't specifically talk about politics because that's not the way of his Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But uh, I don't no, you're right, he would. I should say specifically endorse a candidate for president. I think that's where he draws yeah. the line, but he will talk about okay. politics. Um he is he's awful, uh, but he is yeah has some good videos of him like solo singing on his front porch uh, old hymns. they're really it's very uncomfortable yeah. stuff uh, but he gets he does get into politics how yeah kind of sean few like uh like yeah. oh the world is crazy and we just need to focus on jesus and so like right you know common sense and following jesus are mutually exclusive which they are yeah
1: <laughs> and we definitely like acknowledge the fact that like of all of the christian rock bands that we grew up with and stuff skillet is like the one that has broken through into the mainstream and is actually like pretty successful i mean you can't really take away their they're they're all over like you know uh butt rock radio (laughs)
0: yeah
1: so all right so uh there's a little surprise at the end of this video which makes it fun
4: the government John Cooper is supposed of to be the Vanskillers
5: lecturing low-income lives evildoer. about accepting government help for their evil. kids.
4: That is what the government is supposed to do. Not all this other stuff. The government is not supposed to take care of your children. God is uh, the government is not supposed to be my dad or my God. Right? That's supposed to give me, you know, funds for my child care and for my pregnancy and for my this and for my that. That's not what the government's supposed to do. <laughs> So
0: the surprise so, at the end go ahead casey yeah, so uh skillet
1: whatever their llc is or whatever uh this person went through the government ppp website and found out that they took four hundred and forty thousand dollars in ppp money uh from the government so
5: right.
1: <laughs> while well,
0: talking about how the government uh, isn't there to give you anything
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deep convictions. That's well done, whoever did that. You know what's yeah, funny? On the back. And I mean, I can't believe that a band got four hundred and forty thousand dollars. So, I mean, how they, much are they? They making must have some
1: sort of like a ministry, quote unquote, that they do alongside of it or something. I mean, I can't imagine yeah. it's just the band, but yeah. maybe they have a production company that totes around all their gear and stuff or. I don't know. Maybe they have their own like little record label or something. I probably yeah. should have looked at that post, but
0: you get the idea. John Cooper bad. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> One of the things yeah. I don't get though, that I can't reconcile, even at that time, like even when I was kind of like in that mind, the government shouldn't, their, their responsibility isn't this, their role is not that. Says who? Like, right. That, <laughs> no, that, I mean, at some level that is the government's responsibility. Like I don't, who, and why are you defining what the government's by what litmus i guess are you defining the government's responsibility
1: uh render under caesar bruh and we can look at that in the original greek if you want it means what i need it to me
0: yeah it means what you need it to me. it's like <laughs> back i love that though because it's like render under caesar right okay guys hey remember render under caesar what is caesar render under gods what is god's and like Bitch Caesar was taking 90% of your money at that time and you're complaining about <laughs> taxes that you have uh I don't know you can have deductibles on <laughs> Man yeah. pretty ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Huge discount. Well,
1: okay, so that's our that's our video roundup for uh 2021.
2: There's some some
1: all-star cuts there. Uh yeah. Man, glasses. thanks for uh putting together the list for us. I love that.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. It's uh, yeah, it was really good talking with you guys. Yeah, Anything this was fun? a ton of
0: fun. Thanks so much. I feel like, uh, as Casey said at the top of the episode, you know, you you joined us pretty early on, and uh, I feel like we owe you a good bit of where we're at now. Uh, it kind of kind of started us off here a bit. It kind of gave us a a base a baseline of of listeners after they uh, checked it out because you were on it they came back for more and that kind of got us to where we are. So we, we appreciate what you've done kind of for us and just hanging out with us that, that first time, almost a year ago.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's really nice of you to say. I, I'm happy to be, I'm glad I was able to do it. I mean, I feel like we have a lot in common and it's always <laughs> good to talk to, to <laughs> in spirits and, uh, and it's awesome what you guys are doing with the, I'm glad you guys are keeping it going. It's a really good job. So thank yeah, you. Thank
0: you. That's <laughs> the fun thing about this is uh, it, kindred spirits is kind of what this is i feel like what this is built around uh the amount of people who have that similar upbringing even if they landed in different places one of the things we try to do is get people who kind of landed it in different places but regardless of where that is it's like there, there there's a world that we came from that is just we kind of showcased in a lot of the videos that we have today uh that just don't it it even if you be stay like a person of faith or don't like it the world we came from doesn't really mesh who we are where society is going or the world that we want to live in and i feel like that's what is been nice about doing this is seeing the people even following your page and there's just so many people on the internet kind of having these conversations and they're not exclusive groups it's not like you know there there are some that have like that vitriol of like some people don't belong here but then they're the ones who are just kind of like pointing out the shit and the filth and the danger of the world that we grew up in. And I, I, I life, I love it. I think it's been great kind of connecting with different people, connecting with you and, and kind of sharing in the the journey of a lot of people who are trying to find how to navigate life after leaving, leaving the world that we grew up. In. Some do it earlier, some do it later. And some are still waiting to have those conversations with friends and family. And
2: some had them yeah. 20
0: years ago. It's such a weird bunch and I love it. So.
2: Yeah. No, I'm glad people are finally talking about this stuff somehow. so Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being part of uh, bringing people together in that way. So I what, appreciate it. What do you got going on this
1: year? I know you got a Patreon um, yeah. where you publish some extra content and things like that. Where can people find you? And where can they support Christian Nightmares?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to do the Patreon thing a little bit more when I can. Uh, so I'm going to try to focus on that a little Just some more exclusive content on there. Um, and then just, you know, I'm on Twitter and on Instagram pretty active on both of those those platforms um i'm trying to think of i haven't thought too much about the year ahead yet but i think one thing i really want to do is um i have a, a project called the christian nightmares tribulation band um we put out one recording so far we we covered uh a, a larry norman song called i wish we'd all been ready
5: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know that
2: song. um it was in that It was in not to go too sidetracked here, but it was in a movie called the thief in the night it had a huge impact on me as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to get, trying to get the band back together, so to speak, uh, or some form of it back together. And, uh, I want to try to do uh, another song or two with those. So hopefully I can do that this year at some point.
0: That would oh, be man. awesome.
1: I just want to put together like a list of great songs you guys can cover.
2: <laughs> oh, Send it to me. Seriously. I'm, one idea that I have, I really, uh, i really want to do you know just as i am that kind of altar call yeah yeah i wanted to do some kind of version of that for a long time because then just uh i don't want to give i don't want to give any too much of it away but i might i might do do some version of that it just that song always really hit me you know. it was just such an emotional song and uh it was played so much in the church and i just feel like it's it's familiar to a lot of uh ex-evangelicals and uh, people who have left the church out there i just want to i would like to try to put my own kind of spin on that and treat it in a way that's uh fitting for Christian nightmares. Yeah. Well so there's hopefully I can do
1: it. What is there like 15 verses to that song in the
0: <laughs> Yeah, almost <laughs> we'll like Hallelujah. What's the Hallelujah song? Uh I forget what the- it's
1: like when when uh there's like the couple that the church, that people sing normally and then all that's- of a sudden they'll launch into like the fourth one and you're like, wait, is this <laughs> is this original is this original translation this doesn't sound king james it's like when somebody sings like the third verse to the star spangled or is it the star spangled banner that has like multiple verses or is it like god bless america or something
0: you're losing me what
1: what is this
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i'm i'm off in the weeds now but uh yeah that sounds great um we'll keep an eye out for that and uh yeah right. if uh If you're not following Christian Nightmares on Instagram or Twitter, definitely do that. Everybody's favorite, (laughs)
5: like
1: former uh, deconstruction page. So um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening and we will catch you next time.